0: Yo, what up, y'all? What's going on? Y'all know what it is, man. This is your boy, y'all. And y'all know where we at, y'all. We right back at it. Sparking Conversation. Y'all know where we spark and conversate, y'all. And this is what we doing today, y'all. I'm chopping it up with the cast of The Bridge, y'all. I got a majority of the cast that's going to be on today. We're going to chop it up. We're going to talk everything movie. We're going to talk about their movie, The Bridge. We're going to get into their character breakdown. We're going to get into a couple of other things that's going on with them right now. And it's going to be a dope show. And I know they're going to drop a lot of juice So all y'all inspiring actors out there Actresses Anybody that's looking to get into the film business This is a dope show for you to listen to Double shout out to all my listeners That's listening to the audio version Of these podcasts I know it's my truck drivers And all my long rollers out there So I double salute y'all man for real For even politicking with your boy y'all And you can find these audio streams And everything on everywhere you get your podcasts Google Apple, iTunes, Spotify, everywhere that you look to get your um, your podcast, you can find us out there, right? Sparking Conversation. And before we get into the show, y'all know I got to give it up to the sponsors. As always, the Collective Wear is always in the building, as y'all can see we are you know this brand right here been holding me down for the longest i got on my god and goddess collection you know i'm balancing out masculine and feminine energy right here i got the god and the goddess in the building so that's what we do yo we balance out our energy out here we got to as black men in america we got to figure out ways to do better and part of that is our spiritual growth right but before we get into that I got to tell all y'all about the other sponsors in the building. Y'all know I give it up for them right here, Flixsters. I give it up for Flixsters for a couple of reasons, because as a content creator myself, I know how important it is to have freedom and creating what you need to create without worrying about how you're going to get it out there to the people, how you're going to get your product in the way that you want to do without worrying about getting banned and shut down, all these other places. And not only that. Flixes is your all-in-one platform that combines the power of Netflix, Spotify, WordPress, and everything else all in one. I'm talking about Twitch, YouTube, Vimeo. All of that, TikTok, everything. You can put all of your content on a 24-hour streaming service and it's all yours. You can also control what comes on for far as monetization when it comes to ads. You can actually have ads run through you and you can control the ads and you can make the revenue off of ads. Not so much so as you know when you get to other platforms, you got to have a certain amount of hours and a certain amount of followers and all this other stuff. Immediately, you can make money off your platform if you got sponsors and people that's willing to market and promote on your platform. So think about that, y'all. So double shout out to them. And another shout out to Canva kits, y'all. Y'all know how I get down with Canva. All the marketing material that we create, flyers, any promotional material, we use Canva. But now they have some extensions. It's called Canva kits. And this is the most unlimited promotion designs without using paid software to captivate your audience and maximize big impact to skyrocket your profits. And we know that when it comes to any profit or any Business or any product that you have, marketing promotion is the number one thing. Nobody don't know that you out there. How you gonna get that paper? How you gonna get your ROI if nobody don't know you out there, right? So make sure y'all click the links. The links is in the description of this video, and y'all get at them, man, and y'all get y'all get the work, y'all get the work, y'all get the work. It's no excuses on marketing promoting your product or your brand, and there's no excuses on getting your content out there, all right? So, without further ado, it's time to bring my guest on, y'all. and. Like like I said, it's the guests, all these people up here, man, I'm telling you, they killed their roles in this film, man. The Bridge is an indie film. Uh, we got the writer and producer in the building, too, Brandon, and then everyone else that's in the building, too. We're going to chop it up with them, and it's going to be very, very interesting. So without further ado, I'm going to bring them on one by one, all right, because I got a few of them in here tonight, y'all, and it's going to go down. So I'm going to start with Tiffany. Yo, what up, Tiff?
1: Hey, how are you?
0: All right, all right, cool, no doubt, good to see you, glad that you came on the platform, we definitely appreciate you, you. All I right, all I right, and then we got my boy Brandon, Brandon, what's going on? Oh, I think you muted, bro, unmute your mic.
2: I'm sleeping over here. My bad, bro. Thanks
0: for having me again. Yeah, yeah, you already know. We Like we talked about last year, I said this year, I wanted to bring you on and bring the cast on, and we get into right. it, man, because I think it's important, you know what I mean, that y'all still... Can, you know, it's what y'all did in that movie is still going on right now, so it's very relevant. Absolutely, you know what I'm bro. saying? Absolutely. Um, all right, so who else we got in the building? We got my boy John Black in the building. John, what's going on?
3: Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for having us back, bro.
0: Yeah, man. Good to have you back, man. I'm glad you came back through. Word. And then we got my man Patrick in the building. Patrick, what's going on?
4: Hey, it's going on. Believe me.
0: <laughs> I can dig it. I can dig it, y'all. I appreciate you coming on the platform, man, and chopping it up with the people. No problemo. Bro. Word. We got my man Lance in the building. You know what I'm saying?
5: huh? What's good? How's everybody doing?
0: All right. Ain't nothing, man. Salute. How you doing? double double suit's to good too, bro appreciate you yeah, jumping yeah, on best. for real yeah thanks for having me definitely and Ron what up Ron what's going, what's going on? on what's going on fam what's up everybody <laughs> all right y'all know how it go we got a couple more i told the people tonight that it was gonna be a it's gonna be a cat we're like we're gonna get we're gonna get busy all right so we got my man david in the building dave what's going on what's going on Ron yo it's a pleasure to be here I'm very excited Yo, and I appreciate you jumping on, for real, man. And last but not least, y'all know who in the building? Jesse Rodriguez in the building. What up?
6: ¿Qué pasa, mi gente? Hello, hello. Rod, thanks for having us on. We appreciate you so much.
0: I had to throw the Spanish in there. Right, she had to throw that in there. But I I like that, though. You know what I'm saying? Make all of us brush up. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) but yo thanks like i said before thank you to each and every one of y'all for coming on man for chopping it up with me man chopping up with the people uh this is gonna be dope because this movie the bridge that y'all did i mean first of all it was filmed excellent let me give y'all y'all flowers real quick before i get into some questions all right i want to make sure that y'all understand just how great of a job y'all did man i think um it's a lot of people and it's a lot of things that get overlooked in life. You know, we put our best foot effort, you know, our best foot forward in the things that we believe in. And a lot of times it doesn't always look like people reciprocate or they even appreciate what they do. I just want to let y'all know that from me to y'all, I know I'm only one person, but I appreciate everything that y'all did in that movie. Y'all were vulnerable in your characters. Each and every one of y'all played your character to the to the T which is going to lead to a couple of other questions for me, but we're going to get into that, all right? But what I want to do is I want y'all to go around real quick because I want y'all to introduce yourself to the audience and let everybody know who y'all are. Like, I called y'all names, you know, I short names. I mean, I'm ghetto. You know what I mean? I don't give y'all nicknames and everything. I ain't, they can't find y'all with me talking about, what up, Dave? They ain't going to find y'all like that. You know what I'm saying? So... I want y'all to go around if you don't mind. Start with Tiffany and we're just gonna go around, you know what I'm saying? Let everybody know who you are and where you represent.
1: Hi, my name is Tiffany Murphy. Um I'm from St. North Carolina and I played Bree or Bria in the Bridge. It's nice to be here. But thank dope. You to be here.
0: <laughs> dope, dope, dope. I right, B, Brandon. Well, Brandon Bias, writer,
2: producer, everything for the bridge. Um, I uh, casted these great guys, and uh, that that was a great experience. But, you know, this is just something for North Carolina and uh, just something that, you know, we felt was groundbreaking. So, man, I'm just glad to be here and talk about it.
0: No doubt, no doubt. All right, Lance, what's going on?
5: What's going on, family? Uh, Lance Megason. I played Bally, uh, the heroine kingpin dealer in the movie, and uh, <laughs> I'm representing uh, Winston-Salem. But, right. um, yeah, I played badly And, uh, like you said, the movie had, a, uh, it was a hard impact of, uh, film had a lot going on already in the world with, uh, opioids and things of that nature. So, you know, playing the bad guy was, um, was a good guy playing the bad guy per se, you know,
0: <laughs> I can dig that. I can dig that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Pat, what's going on? Yeah.
4: Uh, Patrick Ferrari here. Uh, kind of semi retired now living here in Wake County but uh, I was given the opportunity to come in late in the game uh, and uh play the police chief I cracked the case wide open though, man
0: <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I you mean did, people y'all. went down
4: people went down I'm sorry <laughs> but you know
0: you figured it to out do it, I had to do yeah, it
4: yeah you definitely figured it out <laughs>
0: all right john what's going on
3: What's going on, man? I'm John Black, representing Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I play Andre Sims, everybody's favorite neighborhood knucklehead. You know what I'm saying? So that was a blast playing that role.
0: That's dope. That's dope. All right, Ron, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Ron
7: Godfrey here. I play Detective Alton Greer. Uh, I'm representing Atlanta, Georgia. Um, And all I can say is... um, I had to face Bailey at the end, you know what I'm saying? mean come to find out I, I learned the truth about what really happened to my son, you know, but he, he almost made me get at him, you know what I'm saying? But uh, you know like I wanted to get yeah. at him. I wanted to get at him, you know, but you know right. once he told once he told me the truth, I had to let him walk
0: out the door, you know what I'm saying? So what nothing I can do. I can dig it, yo. That's that's dope though. That's dope. All right, Dave, what's going on? I uh, what's going on?
8: My name is uh, David Lee Acevedo, um representing Harlem, New York. Um Moved down here about about ten years ago. Now, I mean, I've been here for gotcha. a minute. Um, uh, I play Michael. I I love the complexity of Michael, the the evolution of his character. Uh, I don't want to get out any spoilers like Ron did, but yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, he the evolution of him is not the evolution you you want to see in the person, but it's so real and it's so like you, it is, it just happens every day and just. It was just a, a joy playing that character.
0: Dope, dope, dope. All right. And then Yessie Rod, what's going on?
6: Hello again, everyone. Yessie Rodriguez. I um, I do a little bit of everything, variety, commercial acting, theater production, acting, film, voiceover, uh, et cetera. God's been amazing. Um, in the film, Brandon, refresh my brain. It was Alana, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
6: I had to remember, I was like yikes
0: it been a minute
6: It has it been amazing. a minute, so I appreciate y'all being patient with me because since then it's, it's a lot has happened and it's even happening now that I'm just trying to keep everything in peace, you know, together but um, it was an amazing opportunity thank you Brandon again this movie is really impactful so if you as the viewer know anyone suffering from opioid abuse Definitely, definitely check this movie out. It's going to really inspire you. It's going to motivate you. It's going to really make you think things differently. So check it out. We can't say too much without spoiling the movie.
0: I bet. So thank y'all so much for the introduction. So now I can get into it. All right? I can get into it. I can get past all that. All right. So like we said earlier, the movie was about op- opioids and the opioid addiction. But we know in our community, it's not necessarily a drug of choice for us. Now, it's been a new thing now when it comes to Percocets and all these other things that people are talking about based on, you know, rap culture. I can't call it hip-hop culture because hip-hop and rap, two different things. It's not the same. I'm not going to argue with nobody about that. Rap is a part of hip-hop. It is not hip-hop in entirety itself but you guys really touch home on it with every character so i want to start off with this question and y'all just let me know for the character that y'all played how close to home did these characters be for y'all like people in y'all family y'all ain't gotta say no names but did y'all deal with people or come across these scenarios as the characters y'all played Anybody could might jump in. Anybody might could might
8: jump be. in first. <clears throat> well, i I think growing up uh I mean that's everywhere, but more so as an adult and seeing a lot of adult friends fall into that type of situation. Maybe not the same storyline, but you can see the addiction is still there,
0: the same type of addiction, you know. Well, Dave, I could say for your character it was a little your character had a, a duality to him because I think, I think that a lot of the moves that he, that he made was based on maybe guilt that he felt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Based on what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm not going to give away the movie because I want people to go stream it and go watch it and stuff like that. But, you know, so I I I, I can say, like, for your character, I, I know a lot of people who are kind of, was your character in real life? You know what I'm saying?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yo, anybody else?
3: Well, I I know for me, Um, One of the interesting things was, you know, I've lived a full life. So some of the things that uh, Andre went through, I'm not in that place now, but some of the Andre's character, a lot of it was really just based on bad decisions. So Mm -hmm. for me, you know what I'm saying? I work a regular nine to five now, but it hasn't always been that way. And I made some bad decisions you know trying to get money so i was able to relate as see brandon laughed. i i was able to relate to some of the bad decisions he made in the movie not because he was necessarily just the worst dude but he was just making decisions based on what was in front of him and not thinking further down the road like you do when you start to get older
0: that's, that's, a, a, fact. Fact. that's a fact that's a fact anybody, anybody else? else well There's yeah i else.
5: guess you know barely There's the impact, impact that uh you know. That he had, you know, a, a lot of us have seen that type of character in the neighborhood. Or, you know, I grew up in New York, too. So that guy stood on the block. Um, he drove around in the fancy cars and things of that nature. Uh, one of the biggest, closest people to me, my mom, she didn't she didn't approve of that at all. She didn't like Bally. She didn't like the character. She didn't want me playing that character, you know, until she met Brandon. <laughs> when she met Brandon, you know, you know she was like, oh, Brandon's a he's a wonderful, wonderful guy. guy. You know, he's a great writer, this, that, and the other. But, you know, you know when you, you think, think about it, it, that's, God that's God the guy God that you, was, was, you was, was told not to be, to be growing up. up. You know, right, it was right. better, it was it was was better to play bad. basketball. It was better that to was better better stay bad. in your books. Yeah. And, you know, you know some people that went that route, you know. So I can honestly say it was kind of tough playing that role. You know, it was kind of tough being that guy pushing that, you know, that poison like that, you know.
0: Man, but you or played no. it to a T. Like <laughs> you. Yeah, I did. You With the help <laughs> of everybody else yeah. in the film. Everybody <laughs> yeah. else, man. Everybody yeah, right. else, though.
5: Everybody, everybody right. else, you know. Everybody
0: else played their part. You know what I'm saying? They did. But right. as a kingpin, you had it, it down, down pat. pat. It was, it was almost, almost like, like somebody, somebody said, said y'all. Get to play a king, he was like, Oh, me, really yeah, me? you want me to, <laughs> well, you know, John it, y'all.
5: Yeah, well, I was vibing a lot off with John, too. I mean, you know, um, without his effort, my effort would probably have been, you know, wouldn't have been as uh, I, I don't know, I, I probably wouldn't have had that, sh- that impact because right, so. he was bringing a lot, too. You know, I guess more or less as we started getting more into filming, you know, um I started feeling, you know, okay, yo, I hope, you know, my turning in the belly, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Still like, yeah,
0: especially you know, sharp. Yeah. They say um still sharp and still. Iron sharpens iron. So that's right. I, I can I can dig that. So um Pat or tip. Either one of y'all. I mean, Patrick. I mean, I don't want to say. Do you know people that are cops? You know, but that'd be like the black people they like chicken. But you know. Yeah. Well, as the, as
4: the police chief, uh, I just, I just like playing uh, across the the guy that I was playing with, tomorrow Ellis. Uh, right away it was a, a chemistry, and it was very easy to be what if I was a police chief in that situation? What would I do? And the words just came honestly and and truthfully.
0: Well that's cool. Like, yeah, because you you did a great job too. Like, I mean like I said, everybody did, and I'm not just gassing it up. I want each and every one of y'all, before the, before the night is over, we're going to, you know, Brandon going to give out the links and let y'all know where to go view the film, because I want each and every person that watches this, listen to the playback, to go check this film out, because it's really dope. So, Tip, before we go into the next question, we got to get to you. Now, your character, wow, so... <laughs> It was, it was a, couple a couple of things about your character that I that's why I want to know like, so did you draw off of any people you knew or did you just freestyle all of that? Um, so I have had people
1: in my family who have been to drugs and alcohol, but
7: I kind of um
1: that. and When they were going through that, my family was very good at sheltering the children right. in certain situations. Um, but for Breya, she—I won't say that I have experience in that because I've never been addicted to drugs. I actually don't. I prefer not to take opioids because of my family history. So it, even in having surgeries and things like that, I just kind of been like, if it's a dire need, I'm gonna take them. But so I have no parallels to Bria in terms of uh, her character. She was just one of those people that you wanted to hug but laugh at the same time. Right. And um, I, I definitely get a shout out to brandon for asking me because it definitely stretched me because that wasn't i couldn't pull from personal experience uh for this role wow I okay just, uh, put my shoes my, my, my feet into someone else's shoes and hope that i portrayed it in a way that was really
0: yeah you did and i think people when they go watch it and they Follow Follow your character through the story, especially the balance between you, Yessie, and and all the other ladies. When they they follow follow the story, story, like you're gonna, people gonna feel feel something something when it come come to you, right? Right? Because it's a a couple of things that that push you that most people go and they cope that way. So, yo, it's really dope. So, Yessie, let's figure this out. So. For your character, is there anyone that you was able to pull from and and try to get inspiration to understand how to really pull this character off?
6: Well, sadly, my family, I do have, well, had because now uh, he's passed, but I had a relative that was really heavy on cocaine. But again, he's passed. Rest, God rest his soul. But um, I really recap some of the ways he reacted to the drug itself and and just researched opioid abuse as well. Just different types of of substance abuse and the reaction people have. So I can get a broader scope of just in general, when a person's addicted to a drug, it doesn't matter what it is, how does their body react? How do they react? How is their demeanor? And then diving into the character, my character is Alana. She... It was tough because she was the good girl, but she was also the bad girl. And what I mean by that, well, I guess I can't say too much without spoiling the movie. So um, let's see how I can say this. <laughs> so she was the good girl and the bad girl. And a lot of bad things happened as a result of her decisions. But then she realized what really happened. But again, I can't say too much. You got to see the movie. But it, it was it was tough character to play. It really was. But I'm glad that Brandon trusted me with that role.
0: Right, right. Hey Ron, are you, you still with us? I know you had to jump off real quick, but um I'm still here, brother. Okay, yeah, yeah. So let's get let's get you real quick. Tell us, like um, far as your character is concerned, because you had a duality too. You were a cop, but then something happened with your son too, as well. So you had to be a parent at the same time, and you know, a lot of times in films they don't focus on a dad being that particular saver for the children they, they focus on the moms you know most of the time the moms is the heroine not saying that they're not i'm just saying it's not really predicted or portrayed in movies so how did you pull for your character did you use personal experience or how did you pull for your well actually
7: um i had to put myself there uh, because i've never really experienced that you know uh part of life so i had to actually you know put myself in that position as if that had really happened you know um, and i had things happened then like it happened a few well a couple of months ago where i actually did lose a child
0: Wow! it probably would have put
7: me it probably would have been more um I probably would have put even more into it because then I would be coming somewhat from a real place from the standpoint of losing a child.
0: I don't know. You kind of, no, I don't think so, bro. I'm I'm not, I'm, listen, God, I'm sorry that happened to you. What I was getting ready to say almost sounded like a joke, but I had to bring myself down because it's not. But you killed that character as if you did. You know that was real emotion based on what you had to go through, and you had to make a decision to let Lance's character. You know what I mean? I can't give it away. I'm trying my best not to. But the dynamic between all the characters that leads into my next question. So for all of y'all up there to get into a role, because it's going to be a lot of actors and inspiring, you know, actresses up that's going to, you know, watch this. How how how. Do y'all feel like, like, if y'all had an opportunity to tell somebody, like, how to get into the character, no matter what the character is, what would be some of the tips that you would tell a person how to really dive into understanding what their character is? Would you tell them to, A, watch other movies or films that they're doing that, or would you actually have them look at the scenarios that people go through in real life, like whether it's documentaries or different things like that, and then pull from there? I mean, anybody uh, can answer.
4: Are we assuming that uh, these people have a little technique acting classes behind
0: them? Now, we, we talked about that last time. We're we going to get into that because I, I was having a discussion with Jesse about what considers a person a professional actor versus not. So I'm going to ask you all that question a little later. But without it being seasoned or whatever, if you could lead them into a direction, what would be your advice to them as the first first step to take into understanding their, their character? Well,
4: well, uh, I've, I've done some acting classes, taught acting classes. So my suggestion would be to believe what's on the page that you're reading, believe it, uh, try to associate within your own real life experiences, or you have to develop your imagination to what it would be like.
0: Exactly, that's dope. You have to have
4: a strong imagination.
0: But well, I, I feel like what helps me is
4: that I, uh,
8: I like to create a backstory for my character and give them a life before these events happened in the film, you know what I'm saying? That way you feel like you're growing with them At the same time, you start falling into his mannerisms or whatever role it is. And another technical hit is that uh, you, you kind of have to do a little research, maybe a movie or a show or something. But let's say uh, you like an astronaut, but you've never seen a space movie before. You might want to watch a space movie. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they do. Ra, I
6: I agree with both Patrick and and David, definitely understanding first the situation. So when you get a side or a script, read it in its entirety and try to understand who your character is. If you do not fully understand, this is an opportunity for you to speak to the writer, director, to to make sure that what I'm understanding from this character, is this true? Because, again, this is a vision from the writer and directors bringing it to life. And And you as the actor, you want to make sure you are portraying that vision as well. The good thing is that most directors will allow you to have that wiggle room for creativity to be you so that you can bring the character to life. But I do agree with Patrick and David, doing background research on the scenario, if you're not fully familiar already, living and trying to breathe that character in itself, how would they move? How would they act? Based on the scenarios given on the side or the script, how, how would they maneuver? When I was first starting, what I would do uh, when I was younger is I would look at a famous actor that I admired and I would record myself and I would compare myself to that actor and say, am I believable? And if I wasn't believable, I would go back. I would sit in front of a mirror and I I would figure out ways that would help me make it believable because these actors have Academy Awards and Emmys and all that and I wanted to get to that point. But at first I had to start with studying myself. And a lot of people don't understand the concept of studying yourself. And making yourself believable before the next person can believe you
0: that's that's, that's dope. dope that's dope anybody else
3: <laughs> um well i i say oh go, go 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 ahead girl
1: i would say my best advice for someone who is trying to uh, become an actor or they want to pursue that passion is to become the character but don't become the character um mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is girl. that um there are actors who choose, which is not my personal choice, to use method acting, and they don't know how to pull themselves back. So you have them, they become this character to the point where they cannot separate. Gotcha. And so if you want to make the character realistic, but do not become the character, because in situations like you know, you know this type, this of, type of movie uh, and the magnitude of what we are portraying if you dive too deep and you don't know how to pull yourself back from that it, it can be dangerous wow become so, the character care, but don't become the
0: gotcha character.
3: that's that's dope. that's dope go ahead john what i was going to say because i um i had the privilege of studying with patrick you know what i'm saying and, <laughs> Right. and um one of the things, if you, if you surmise a lot of what we're saying, technically speaking, learn whatever tools or techniques that you can. All of the tools don't work for everybody because they don't spark everybody's imagination the same way. Right. But like one of the things that Patrick taught was uh, inner monologue. That was a tool that once I started to try to thoughtfully use it, it right. gave me subtext to what I was acting on. But I was using my voice. And it made me understand how my character should be thinking because the words may say this, but I'm thinking this. So when you're thinking it, it becomes an action because now my brain is a part of what's happening as opposed to me just saying the words.
0: Gotcha. Now that
3: that makes you think as the character. Mm, And thinking thinking is actually what the acting is because we think in real life. And that's what makes it real. So
0: would you say that be the difference between somebody sounding like they know their lines versus
3: they reading their lines? For me, that's what I would say. Because, like I said, when you can see when somebody is waiting to say the next line and when somebody is thinking about what's being said to them.
0: Gotcha. That makes sense. It's sense. it's
4: It's always best to try and get some technique acting classes. Six months worth. And then, and then you then you then bring your own instincts, instincts to what, to what you learned. Learn. Um, uh, it makes, it makes a, world a world of difference. World, world of difference.
0: Education. Yeah. All right. I, I, I think yeah. that if, if I think, I think it's, beneficial it's beneficial for you to go on a
8: different type of sets, set, like maybe yes, as yes, background, yes, and yes, just study yes, yes, like meditate, yes, and like yes, like blocking and seeing how an actual film set is before you jump into it, because it'll make you feel a lot more comfortable and it'll stop
0: making a lot of mistakes. Mm. That makes sense too, that makes sense too.
6: Hey, Rob. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say, oh, oh, sorry, Lance.
0: No, go ahead, go ahead.
4: Did yes, I agree with
6: Patrick? Uh, in essence, invest in your career. It's like if you were going to a college or university, you're investing in your education. If this is a profession that you wanna pursue, you have to invest in it as well. You know, that's pretty much whether it be a certification or a acting class, several understand the concept like David was under. You were saying, you know, blocking techniques, proper headshots, et cetera. But it is an investment. It's not just something that's just going to come to you willy nilly. You have to work at it.
5: Definitely.
0: Lance, what that was saying, a great bro? point.
5: Well, you know, I'm old school. I mean, and <laughs> what I mean by that is. Uh, I remember Michael Jordan made a quote one time and he said, before he makes a move, he has, he, he, he sees himself doing it. Mm -hmm. So he has to see himself doing it first in his mind. And, you know, then he could go out there and do it. I, I believe that training, like a prize fighter, you know, studying and, um, you know, just preparing every script is not meant for you. Every time you get a script, even if, something comes along, you don't have to take that all the time. You don't have to wear yourself out, you know, right. on um doing, you know, a million and one, you know, movies, whether they're independent movies or just, you know, thinking that you always have to stay busy, you know, training, whether it's within yourself, you know, that spirit inside of you is that that's what you got to get clicking. You know, right. that's 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 how I feel, you know. But, um again, I guess acting classes and things like that make a big difference also. yeah but um, I like to channel that in itself, you know, and if I couldn't find myself doing badly or I, you know I didn't um feel that it was me, or I could you know then i wouldn't I would' have told Brandon you know to put me on something else, you know but um gotcha.
0: That makes you know. sense because you know yourself, most people won't, they just jump on it, they'll try to get through it and you know knowing they fumbling the ball you know what i'm saying but yo that's good good advice too to know yourself everything everybody says you know what i mean going back to education ron you got anything you want to say um uh,
7: what i do want to say is follow the directions of your director that's very important mm-hmm. do what do what the director says and hey, you won't you can't go wrong it help you can't go wrong the yeah. worst thing an actor can do is try to direct the director. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's that's the worst thing you can do because that that's that's a that's a first-class ticket off the set. Wow. Or not know your that's lines. That's why I know your lines. If you don't know your lines, you' in trouble. That's a fact. I, 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 that's I've a I've fact. I've seen it. I've seen it happen on Tyler Perry sets. I've, I've on other sets. If you don't know your lines or you try to tell the director what to
0: do, you' in trouble. Yes. You probably don't have a job. That's crazy. That goes to my next question too, like Brandon. So when it comes to casting, because I think that's important. Right? Getting group, the right group of people that may not know each other but try to get some type of chemistry through the people. You know what I'm saying? So what what what, what mindset was you in when you picked this cast? Because everybody worked together and it was synergy between everyone when they was with their person, the opposite and all of that. So how did you, you know what I'm saying? Like what was the foresight that you used when casting this movie?
2: Well, I got to keep it a book. Oh, this was not how it was, it was supposed to be. So, um, I went out and I, I casted something that didn't work out. And um, it was really, the story was really supposed to be about the Bria character as well as the Michael character. That, that Michael was such a sub story. Uh, but the main story was really about the of character. And uh, it just didn't work out with our casting. So we went through several different transitions. And um, when I was ready to trash the film, I, you know, I thought about, it. I was like, wait a minute, these guys are just, it's just too much talent here. And I have different areas that I can really bring together with the talent that they have. And from there, we just started expanding, And I'm going to have to say, a lot of it was look, um, a lot of it was um, just these guys knowing people that they already had history with. Some, some of them did other projects with them, and I've seen character risks in both of their you know, their combining those things. Right. Like, well, that's a nice vibe, that's a nice vibe. But I'll take this guy here, he's far left. I wonder how that'll mix in with him, like John and David's characters are two different worlds, and um even though the story is really about both of them, in a sense, they never seen each other in the film until the very end, and that really brought the entire story together. Same for Bria, um, as well as Elena, all of those stories, and Billy just tops it off as he's right in the middle. So you got that one guy in the middle, and then you can—it just opens up the entire of possibilities of characters that you can just bring into one thing. Um, and it just meshed well. So, this project, uh, for me, it was never, I thought it was going to be controlled as a movie, but it's just too much. Um, so being that it worked out as a series, I think it worked out as well. So, that's another factor. Um, so the project is definitely, it it just came together. It was some magic. So, um, I I gotta owe a lot of thank John on that as well. He brought in a lot of good talent. Um, even Anthony Bond, I met Lance as well. I found David on a modeling site, uh, <laughs> of all places, uh, and I also saw you know, John. That's how we got Yessie. Um, when we went through expansion, I met Tiffany, but I didn't know her ability. And I started seeing like stage plays and things like. I'm like, well, hmm, that she's, this may be a stretch for her, but she had raw talent and. Uh, all of those were just great things. Even Patrick, uh, mm-hmm. just his specialism and his just his skill set. Uh, even Ron Garfrey, I met him as well during the extension, And, you know, just seeing his monologues. I was like, man, this is just a straight talent. I want to utilize everything that I got here. Now, some people didn't work out, but the core of all these guys here is just an incredible uh, privilege just to even get to work with them. So.
0: Very great. Like, I'm going to say it, it was I, me personally I'm not one of the people that try to shy away from saying that if something is spiritual that's just what it is because it all came together like, like when we content creators I'm going to say for each and every person that's here you're all the content creators in your own right I know that imagination Patrick said that a lot of us when we become adults the bills come in the families come in all these other things come in that kills our imagination because for some right. for some reason they say to grow older or to mature is to kill your imagination. That's right. A lot of times most people are stuck in their rut because they don't have their imagination anymore. They just go by what they feel like is a form of reality. So what I want to ask you all real quick is that um, as far as being an actor, what is the difference between you being an actor and a professional actor? Okay? Because there's two different <laughs> levels to this, right? You know, there are people that are actors, but what makes you a professional actor versus you just being an actor? I
1: think The quick answer
0: would be commitment. Commitment?
8: Quickest answer, yeah. yeah. So, professional so, actors make this so, as a living. Part-time actors does it on the side
4: substitute the word professional with working actor
0: working okay where you okay. go
4: where you go to uh, auditions on zoom out of the country in the country big projects small projects and you get cast you get paid for it because your skill set is such that you're a working actor mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. all right anybody else
3: I mean for me it's, it's the uh it's kind of like a mix of both of them it's the it's the it's the aspect of, to me what I look on cuz I know what Patrick is saying and stuff like that but even now it's this new wave of social media where people want to be seen and if they're in mm. front of a camera they consider themselves an actor and to me actors are people that actually go work on a skill set you see what I'm saying like That's it's true. a it's a whole working thing, just like athletes go when they get up in the morning at five o'clock when everybody else sleep. We're doing work that other people ain't doing in our lane to be the best that we can be. To me, you know what I'm saying? That's that, that a professional or working actor does those things. Gotcha. It's not gotcha. just there's a camera on and I'm gonna stand here and I'm gonna say some words.
0: Gotcha. gotcha. Anybody else? Anybody else? Lance, unmute Lance,
5: your mic, bro. When you aspire to master what you, thank you. When you aspire to master what you do, uh, you 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 become professional at it. I mean, and like John was saying, on the way to that plateau to that point, I mean, just from the way I feel is like you know, if I'm studying in the shower, studying lines in the shower, and I'm studying lines at my day job. And, you know, I'm jogging around the neighborhood and I'm studying lines that way. I'm aspiring to be professional. And, you know, I'm working towards being professional, you know. Gotcha. Um, you know, it's um, it's like you said, like Dave said, it's commitment, you know, the commitment, you know.
0: That makes sense, that makes sense. Anybody else? Jesse, yes, say Tiffany. Any of y'all, y'all want to chime in on that? What makes what's the difference between a person being an actor and a professional actor? We know Pat, we know Patrick said, oh, change it into working actor. Right. Mm-hmm. But then again, you gotta have some type of professionalism, right? So
6: yeah, discipline. It's yes. a discipline. All right. But you know what's interesting, Ra? Earlier when we were having the conversation about that, you helped me understand the concept because in my mind from hearing it in the industry, a professional actor is one that gets paid, right? Like Patrick said, they're working actors. But and like, I took I, an opportunity to recap, and I'm like, when I first started my acting, I wasn't getting paid, but I was still an actor. Mm. So then now I'm rephrasing my thinking because an actor, I agree with, with what you all are saying here is it, it is about the dedication, the passion, whether you're getting paid or not, because eventually the money's going to come as long as you maintain your professionalism. As long as you maintain you working at your skill set, enhancing your value, building up your roster, your resume, giving people respect. Because, again, going back to Ron's point, listening to the director, the writer, helping expand the vision that's being put in front of you, you're part of that, that uh, what is it? that element right you're within that scope and so that is all what makes you a professional slash working actor without necessarily having to get compensated for because the way that you are getting compensated is you are getting footage to be able to promote yourself for other opportunities that will eventually compensate you
0: gotcha gotcha so i get it so pretty much all y'all saying you know one of the things i would say is um What makes makes a person professional professional, is, first of of all, all, if you're you're an actor knowing your line. line. If it's it's not improv, you got to know your line. That makes you professional. professional. Second, another thing that makes a person professional professional is respect Respect on set. set. Understanding Understanding that 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 there's no stars stars when you on the set. set. Everybody got to work together to make the whole project be what it be. It doesn't matter if the person is the lead Everybody got to be able to lead with respect. And another thing is being on time. I I can't stress enough about people who feel like getting there right when the call time is, is being on time. That ain't on time. That's late, yo. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? If the call time is 7 o'clock, you need to be there at 6.45 at the latest. You get what I'm saying? (laughs) Most people don't understand how that is professionalism. Time. Time is money. Time. If you ain't ain't a person that understands the difference between the time that you have versus the time that you're given, then that makes you unprofessional. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you mess up other people. Like all the other people on set waiting on two people or one person because you Yo, that's corny. Like, and then you don't shot so much that they can't replace you right away. So then it's like, yo, you got a director around. Look, yeah, I, like I said, there's a few things that make a person professional to me. You know what I'm saying? Outside of the fact of whether you're getting paid or not, that's a, you know, that's another thing. But being professional has to do with everything about who you are as a person. You know and what le- I
3: mean? And let me just interject on top of that because some I know we talking about acting, but this is this is universal law. If you treat it like a job, then one day it will be your job. Gotcha. So whether we're talking about acting, like you doing this podcast, you said for right. us to be here at 745. You wasn't here at 8 o'clock. You wasn't here at 805, so you're treating it like a job. You didn't. You had to research what might to get because you want the best sound, right? Gotcha. You had to research what good podcasting was, so you're treating it like a job so one day it can be. That's, that's exactly. how you. That's how you approach everything. So if you want to be a
0: professional actor – Right, you treat it like a job. <laughs> Facts. I Look, I, I ain't going to lie. I, that makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. So let me ask y'all this. Has there ever been a time on set? Now, I asked y'all that last time, but we have a few extra people in the building because, you know, I know y'all have been on other sets in other situations. But help me out. Has there ever been a time on set where the person that was you were opposite of made you so annoyed? Because A, they didn't either know their lines or B, they didn't know their
5: lines.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right? Had there ever been a time where you had the Woo sign, take a step back, ask the director for a few minutes. Y'all can be honest on here because you know, look, this is what we want because we want to make sure that if anybody inspires to do this, all of y'all are professionals, so if anybody inspires to do this, then they need to hear these things because you can't Show out in so many words, but has any of y'all ever experienced that when you work an opposite of certain a- actors or people that's on set, we're gonna call them, and you've had to woo side because <laughs> a they didn't know their lines or b they Ooh, ain't know their lines.
3: A, <laughs> hey. I'm gonna just put this out here. Yes, he and David, I woo side on them all the time because they take oh, pictures whatever. of you on set, you know what I'm
8: saying, while I'm sleeping.
3: <laughs> That's my
8: only I, I still one. have
6: that picture too, John.
8: Why? <laughs> no, but it's, it's one of the most frustrating things in the world, absolutely been there, uh, especially when, if it's something that requires emotion and then you have to, you have to pull it out, which requires a certain amount of energy, you know, and then doing right. it over and over and over because they can't get their lines out. You feel like you're you're exhausting yourself almost to where it starts not coming out natural anymore by the twentieth take. You know what I mean? And then it's not your fault.
0: <laughs> yeah, it'd
8: be highly frustrating. Uh, I I think we've been there. Yeah,
0: gotcha. Anybody- but you know,
8: every now and then,
5: I mean even if you play sports or whatever you know sometimes everybody don't come to, don't ain't prepared for the game and you know sometimes you gotta you gotta help your teammate out you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so if um if you have to you know if you should know your uh the person you're acting with you should know their lines too you know what i'm saying so this way because timing is, you know it's about timing and everything so you know, one of the big things I do is I overstudy, but I don't overstudy to, um, you know, oh, to uh, confuse myself. Right. But what I do is, you know, you it's like, like I said, it's like playing ball. You know, if my, if, if, if my man is not in the game or his head's not in the game, or you know, there's ways of I think there's just ways of coercing a smooth flow. You know, but I guess if someone neglects their lines purposely, or just comes in on set without, you know, caring, that's another story. You know, but um, right. Sometimes everybody ain't always on point all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's always good to be a good teammate out there.
0: All right. That's a good way to look at it. That's a good way to look at it. I'd be frustrated as shit. Go
2: ahead, Brandon. I got, a, <laughs> I, got a, I got a, I got a kind of different perspective here. First of all, God rest his soul. Eric E. Fitz Clark, love that brother, man. And oh. I was, I'm fortunate enough that he was a part of this film, and it meant so much to him. This was his big chance.
6: Mm-hmm. Now, here's the
2: thing: he didn't have any lines, but he had scenes <laughs> with John and Lance where he just started adding lines, like, "We're <laughs> oh. like, bro, don't do that." I mean, it, it, it was insane. i never seen anything like that. But I love <laughs> his passion. But uh, <laughs> I just never seen anybody just decide to add his own script in the middle of like, all right, this is like we were trying to wrap up and go here, buddy. And, you know, he's just trying to do his own thing. But that happens, too. Uh, oh, but, yeah, God. people, we, we've seen it on the set uh, with several people just not knowing their lines are you know, instead of taking that L, like, hey, give me the line, or I don't know, yes. they'll just play and fumble, and then it makes the scene last longer than it needs to be. Timing is off. And then it's like, did we even say that line? Because now everything's just discombobulated. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we, we've seen it all, um, wow. many times. I think so, with every act on the screen, they've seen it with another actor. So yeah.
0: you mean to tell me – It's people who don't know their lines, and then there's people who make up lines too. Like, absolutely, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. absolutely. Look, I would have never known to ask a question like that. When in doubt, outlet, yeah, make
7: it
0: up. But they said, fam ain't got no lines, he probably was just supposed to be security. He just asked,
2: yeah, (laughs) pretty much. And uh, yeah, he was, oh man, we, we did a warehouse scene and um. Even when he would walk by, like, uh, I think Bailey was leading him across the, street, the screen. He was just supposed to walk by. He said, yeah. You know, you just start adding in. <laughs> <laughs>
6: you
2: know, that, you know that, that also goes into that method uh, thing that was mentioned with Tiffany. And a lot of the times I don't give out full scripts. But sometimes that, especially with intense stuff like this, because some people really can't handle that. And, um, you know, it, it, it did hit a dangerous point with a couple of uh, actors where they were a little, little too into it or they, you know, they start catching a little feelings or, you know, you gotta be careful with stuff like this as people do take it personal, if you know, if they're not right. So mm-hmm. ah. you, it's good to be mentally healthy when you're trying to be an actor. And I haven't acted a day in my life, but um, as much as I've written for a lot of people, mini scripts, stuff we didn't even do, I learned a lot just from watching these guys as well. Cause you know, th- as much as this was an experience for them, it was for me as well. So I learned a lot about the behavior uh that goes on in these people's minds. And this is some scary
0: stuff at times. Wow. <laughs> you know,
2: yeah. On and offset, but
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I crazy. would imagine. I would imagine because some people use uh certain things as an escape.
2: Yeah. You Absolutely. Know,
0: um, they dive into certain things to try to get away from whatever they're dealing with in real life. Uh, right. That character that they live in, in real life ain't who they want to be. So sometimes they That's true. they put themselves in somewhere else. And if you give them an outlet like acting, you know, hey, it could work out. It's sort of like how they said Tupac there, you know? Yeah. They right. said Tupac hey, was just hey, too hey. great of an actor. Um shout out to you too, man. The opening scene, your track. Oh, wow. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah,
2: man. yeah, yeah, Bro, yeah. I appreciate that. Set that set the man. tone for much of the film. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just never got to personally tell you that, you know, face-to-face kind of. But man, that I love that. And it, it just set that whole tone on. He was in that scene. He did too much. He sent my man through a table.
7: Oh, he my God. A real-life table. Yeah. A
0: real life table. It just... Dang, that's <laughs> great. Yeah, well, I appreciate the opportunity, man, because like I told you before, if I could hold a light, <laughs> I hold right. whatever I could do on set. You know what I'm saying? If I could be a part I like to. I like to do that, man. You know what I'm saying? It ain't always about of being in f- camera. Sometimes that's how I learn my best stuff is by being right. on set, like just being there with y'all. That <laughs> them couple of times I was there, I was able right. to pick up things for myself. You know, like right. um, one thing about it is that I feel like you know, especially as men, like sometimes our pride get in the way. It's not so much our ego; it'd be our pride because. You know, sometimes we don't have enough to say, ask a person like, yo, is it cool if I could learn from you? Because, you know, we have to exert ourselves as alphas all the time when we are around other men. It's just certain ways that we are supposed to be portrayed as men. And sometimes we don't give out opportunities because we think that, you know, we plan ourselves or, yo, I could do this too. I hate that. Hey. I hate when people like <laughs> Yo, I could do this too. What? Okay, well, go do it then. Why do you think you could do it? Like certain people make things look easy, but they they work on this shit, yo. They don't just get up in the morning and just say, yo, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just be an actor. Like I I'm gonna have so many people ask me to do stuff that I didn't do because I didn't feel like I was ready for it because of that whole thing. It's like I know people who do it professionally. Like they really take the time out to do it, so I gotta learn. So I thank you, man, for giving me the opportunity. Hey, I wasn't in the movie; my song was. It's okay. I still felt like I did <laughs> hey, we something. Got, we got we got more coming, man. We, and we I got, got more loving. look, and I got more music, son. Let's go. Hey, like, but
2: I, I definitely respect that, man. Uh, it, that's a humbling thing to, to even do. People will come to your set, and the next thing you know, they're trying to emulate it. They'll emulate it before they even you know, Hey, can you show me that? No, they just try it, you know, and, it, and it's cool, but you know, it, it just doesn't really work out for a lot of people and uh, you know, it is what it is. But Hey, well, I, I respect I anybody I- that's willing to ask for help. Even myself, man, you know, just sometimes just to, to get over, um, you know, not knowing something, that's a task for a lot of people uh, right. or just being able to open your mouth. Some people are introverts. I'm more myself. Uh, you know so it's a lot of things I could ask or you know or for me I'm one of those people now I just like to study it and, and then I get into it but uh yeah it's just, I respect that man anybody that can open their mouth and ask for help or just to be in the environment that's a cool thing even John he would come to set sometime even on days that he didn't film just want
0: to be in the environment man I always admire that as well even Lance mm-hmm. as well that's cool stuff yeah that's dope that's because, dope because that goes to show like energy matters I right. do. I vibe. energy. Yeah, vibes matter. I think a lot of things, especially when you got a diverse cast that's you know male and female, because I think the balance of male and female energy a lot of times, it helps things um, progress itself, especially when everybody is in a professional mode. So mm-hmm. while I got you a couple of ladies on there, I got a couple of other questions for the guys, but with you two ladies on set, now I want to ask y'all this because um, I know y'all do other productions and I don't know, but I do understand what it's like working around males, right? As women, as attractive women, as, you know, women in general, I pretty much understand the difference between people keeping it professional at the level of where y'all are versus people looking at us for opportunity to be matchmakers or, you know, let's figure out if I could get them on a date because I've been on plenty of sets where... People don't keep it about what they there for. I'm talking about other sets. You know what I'm saying that I've seen and I've witnessed, and I was like, "Well, damn, yo, fam, why you doing that? Like, yo, you bugging, yo? Like that ain't with no. Don't do that. Like I'm saying it to myself. I'm not telling grown people what to do, but to yeah. me, do y'all go when y'all go on sets? I mean, of course, other sets. But let's just let's just talk about it. Do y'all feel, um, you know? Like, y'all in the right environments all the time. Sometimes y'all got to push through uncomfortable situations in order to get through this project. Because either A, you've been paid for it already, or B, you already invested into the project. But, you know, sometimes you got to push through something that's uncomfortable. Because a lot of females, they need to know this because it used to be a such thing called the director's couch, where a lot of women wouldn't get casted unless they gave up something. Mm-hmm. Let's be completely honest, y'all. It's a couple of rappers that used to be good that can't that ain't rapping no more. That's females because they wouldn't sleep with certain people to get their checks, not for what they asked for, but what they earn. So have y'all ever had to push through uncomfortable situations in order to make it through a project?
1: Um, I have not, but I'm also a person I don't speak a lot, but when I speak, I speak. And so um, if there's a situation that I'm uncomfortable with or that I don't want to do, then I'm very vocal on that. If I have to sacrifice the peace, I'll sacrifice the peace because I have a moral compass, And it's beyond um, kind of going back to what you talked about in terms of being professional. um, There's a certain standard that I have for myself as an individual that I include in my professionalism. And so, you know, I'm a very spiritual woman and there are certain things that I will not do. Um, And if that means that I am not casted, I'm just not casted. But I also know that for me, what God has for me is for me. So I have not been in a situation where someone has crossed a boundary because I kind of just, Naturally, exude a situation, you know, like that vibe of "don't, don't cross me" um, gotcha. in a in a respectful and nice way. Right.
7: <laughs> but right. um.
1: But yeah, I just haven't had that experience, and I hope that that is not the case. But I feel that because I have always been prayerful in the pieces and the um, art that I've been a part of, I don't. I haven't had to be in that situation because I've always used my spiritual guidance as well as my moral compass to choose the pieces that I'm in.
0: Okay, dope, dope. What about you, Yessie?
6: Tiffany said it amazingly. I, I definitely agree with her. Um, growing into my career, my craft, there are things that I agree with Tiffany that I would do and wouldn't do. And I definitely take the opportunity to talk uh, in advance to the director. Or and and or the writer to ask what other alternatives are available, if any. And if that just means that unfortunately, I won't get that role, then that that means that God didn't have that in store for me, right? But me as a woman, I do know my value. And I know what I bring to the table. But it's also a compromise as well between as a talent, if you would like to work with me, we should be able to work together, right? Because I definitely want to help bring the vision to light, but also want to maintain my integrity, my respect, because we're also role models to young people who look up to us as well. We have to be mindful of those things, you know. And so thankfully, I mean, thinking the top of my head, there's there's no really no situation that sticks out that I've encountered that way, because I'm very similar to Tiffany. When I go there, I have the demeanor ready to say I'm here to work. I ain't got time to play. So step away. And then people also know that I am in a relationship because I make it vocal as well. If anybody <laughs> were to ask, I'm in a relationship. I ain't got time. Like I'm too old to be playing games here. So step aside. Bye. You gotcha. know, but thankfully nobody's crossed that line because they know what I'm about. They know I'm um, I'm here to work and, and just keep it moving. Let's just work this together. If at any point I would say, heaven forbid something like that were to happen, which I'm praying not. I would take that as an opportunity to be vocal to not only the director, but the producer itself. Because if if my uh, if I'm feeling like I'm in, in harm or in jeopardy and you as an actor as well, whoever's watching this, vocalize it, do not hold right. it in, you know. speak up because no one, male or female, should ever feel that way. So right. speak up.
0: Right.
2: right. right. As, a, as a producer, one of the things I do really with most of the female actresses that come on set I usually tell them, you have a problem, let me know. I'll address that. That's something I don't tell the guys, usually. Uh, but sometimes you got to pull them, too. But just about every female I've worked with, I've always, you know, I, you know I, I'll keep that out there. Um, I've been on sets. I'm not going to say any projects where people have definitely crossed the line. Um, right. And then that drama rolled into scenes, and the scenes blew up, and... Next thing you know, we got a we got a a, a talk show going <laughs> on. It's it's crazy, it's crazy. A lot, of, a lot of crazy things, but a lot of people cannot keep it professional. But when it comes down to um, anything outside of your scene and the work, if you can't get your you can't get your mind there, you'll never get it. You never mm-hmm. will, and it is just a matter of time. It doesn't matter how good you look. It doesn't matter about your how you deliver your lines. At some point, somebody's going to find you out. And you're going to be exposed and then in this this industry when it comes to acting
0: everybody, talking everybody talking
2: everybody, yes everybody will talking will get a label and that will affect your opportunities um so it's best to be professional even yeah. offset you know what I mean hey when you when you're working with somebody keep the right energy for the task mm-hmm. and leave it at that if y'all right. you trying to date that person, wait until that's all out of the way and clear. You may not even feel that way. It could just be the energy in the scene. That's
3: true.
7: But, yeah. Uh, that's yeah.
0: Something to consider man. Well, mm-hmm. and I I think all I think that's dope. You know what I'm saying because reputation. um like you said, reputation is everything um around yeah. here. And a lot of time it precedes the people. You know, you somebody might like you said bring your name up in another room because you may be good at this, but they'd be like, nah, I don't get him because. Fan be hollering at all the chicks on set. Mm-hmm. Yo, know, he don't know how to, you know what I'm saying? But the dude could be great at what he do, but he don't know how to keep it where it's just this thing here, you know? So that's crazy. So I got another question. I don't know. Maybe um this is something that all of y'all probably can, you know, can can relate to or whatever. So if you guys were to, why do you think that actors themselves don't do their own projects more often? You know, Because I, I noticed that a lot of actors, they'll wait for an opportunity instead of creating one. And the only reason why I mean that is that there are certain mm-hmm. actors, y'all got certain chemistry, or y'all got certain vibes, and y'all meet on set, right? But I know that you guys can create scenes. Even if it ain't a whole movie, you guys can create scenes. We talked about this last time when I talked to uh uh John, Brandon, and Yessie when we talked about character development. Because the one thing about independent films and actors and independent films, what I'm noticing is that a lot of y'all don't market and promote yourselves. And I'm saying it to the people listening, not y'all that are on panel. But they do not market and promote themselves. Now I understand the difference between having an acting reel, having IMDB and all these other things. But it's something about versatility that I think that you have to sometimes create for yourself versus the roles that you get casted for. Sometimes you do so great in a role that the next three or four of them be the same type of character. Mm -hmm. But you want to play a superhero. But you Mm -hmm. can't get past that people keep booking you for a drug dealer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But why don't actors do more of scene building on their own versus waiting on someone to give them an opportunity? is there a reason why they don't like, is there a reason why actors don't get together and create scenes, whether it's just two or three or four or like, why don't they do that more? Especially with short term, um, skits and small projects that you can help use to build your catalog. Like, why don't you got, like, why don't more actors do that?
8: Well, the reason why I don't do it is because I believe that, uh, when you're the director, your your job is to get into the mind of every character. And when right. you're an actor, your job is to get into the mind of one character. And it's kind of hard to do both. Me personally.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Anybody I mean, else
3: that think to, about that? Like to me, like on that that kind of question, it's like it's not a A B C type thing. It's kind of how you built. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you got take you for being a a rapper you might be a rapper but you're not gonna engineer but i rap and i engineer and then i know people that do flyers. it just depends on how you build you know what i'm saying it's not gonna do you no good to try to step into an arena that you really don't want to be in and you don't have Mm -hmm. no fire for just to say i'm doing five things you see what i'm saying if you have a push for it do it then you sleep it but we are in an era where it's easier for us to not have to wait So if you find yourself being angsty and you upset because you're not doing work, that's where you really kind of have to look at yourself and say, what else can I be doing? Because we're not in 1980 where it costs a billion dollars to get a camera. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? There are things we can do, but that don't necessarily mean that you got to be a director. You got to be a writer. It's just about, you know, pushing yourself to do more, whatever that might be.
4: Two words, YouTube okay there's so many so many characters on YouTube that have their own series their own characters mm-hmm. that they uh create and they get a following and who knows gonna, who's gonna watch that some writer producer mm-hmm. whatever
0: right that's i think that's yeah that's that's what i do you just you just named out my whole little jump off because but because at the end of the day that's that's what it is i don't Like I never had the, I've always had the passion to be behind the camera. Like I used to study people like um, Francis Ford Coppola, and directors like Robert Townsend, Um, uh, the the Peebles, like Mario Van Peebles and his whole Mm -hmm. family, Mm -hmm. um, all of the independent films that they used to do. Mm -hmm. So I would study all of these people, because even Robert Townsend, from being a comedian to producing his own films, but I would study all these people and I would look at certain things like. I would look at the way Francis Ford Coppola would shoot movies and he wouldn't do no cuts. He would, he would, he would move everybody scene to scene through the camera, mm-hmm. which was crazy to me, how he can do a whole 15-minute scene and he don't do not one cut. He just moved the camera and the characters. He'll have a character walk away into a kitchen, follow him in the kitchen. He'll have him walk into a basement. This is all one scene and it's crazy how he would do that like watch him from behind walking then turn around and get him turn around he would do that not show them like how some sometimes you know people show him from the back and cut to the front and show, he, they, he he didn't do that and he did all my movies so for me it was crazy like watching different people and studying but then as i became to understand what it means to be an owner i realized that look ain't nobody People are going to give you an opportunity as long as they feel like you won't outshine them. The good thing about Brandon is that he's not an actor. I've seen so many directors and producers that are actors, they they got the camera in the film and all. It's like, man, what you going to do? Like, you got to pick a struggle. Which one are you going to (laughs) do? So that's what I want to say. Like, do y'all think that it's something wrong with you? wearing more hats, like more than one hat? Or do you think that if you're doing one thing, just stick to that one thing?
1: I think it's to each its own because Mm -hmm. I think it's about capacity. Um, So for me, I'm an educator. So you know, with being in this field, it's a lot. Um, You go to work, you work before you go to work, you work after you leave work, and it's a constant uh, process until the school year is over and in the summer you may work during the summer so you know there were things that i was interested in and i tried um so for instance i did um a youtube channel with my niece um, right. but what i realized is that i love doing the recordings and you know, the things that we do but then i had to edit ah. and i realized <laughs> that Dude. that was not a passion for me. Yeah, and I yeah. can't do it. I mean, I, there are videos that we have recorded that are pre-COVID that I still have not edited because yeah, yeah. it just was not fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if someone asked me, hey, you want to be in a piece? I love it. Um, I just did a production in December. I love being on the stage and love being... Just just acting. But if I had to create my own stuff, it probably would sit in whatever recording device I
2: use <laughs> until
1: I either paid someone else to edit it or had some time to just sit there and force myself to do it. But it is not a passion for me. And so gotcha. that's to each its own. You know, I, I do. I watch a lot of people and I see their, their pieces of work you know, on YouTube. And because of the fact that I took that bent of doing, you know, a YouTube channel and having to edit, I appreciate it even more when I see the work because I know what goes behind it. So even more kudos to Brandon because of all of the, I would sit and mm-hmm. watch um, in, in some of the editing process. I got to sit and watch him just Go in and add things and clip things and you take for granted the skill set that, that that is to yes. be not only to be able to do it but to execute it with mm-hmm. a, a high-quality level um, so I think that is also why you may not see like for me people are like hey I need to see you do more I need to see you on stage more and it's like capacity is one thing and also knowing your threshold to not overwhelm yourself so that you become so engulfed in all of it that you don't have time to to you know physically. yeah
0: that's dope yo and that's good man based on what y'all said because y'all could tell y'all real actors because y'all not doing this for attention right Mm. You know what I mean? Because most people would have probably said that, no, you know, they want to do it because they want to be seen more versus like what you guys are saying. Like, look, you know, if you don't have a passion for something, don't force yourself doing it. If this is what you want to study in, put yourself out there and it'll come to you. I think that's really dope for people that's listening. If they are, you know, paying attention and really want to get in this game, I think all of y'all really dropped some good jewels because that's the one thing I could pick up from each and every one of y'all. Like none of y'all are seeking attention you all really yeah, take what y'all doing seriously. Yeah. yeah. This this is a good batch <laughs> from the bridge.
2: Well,
5: that wasn't that was inspiring when I first came to the set of the bridge um uh, that the actors and actresses um uh, you know everybody was uh busy especially uh, Ron. I mean, you right. know, when I would uh when I was working with Ron on scenes, you know, after we would cut or whatever, he's like, man, I got to get back to South Carolina or, you know, I'm on my way to Atlanta. I call Ron one day. I say, Hey, Ron, how you doing, man? I'm on my way to Detroit. I'm like, man, you always moving, you know? Yeah, and, um, true. you know, that's, in, that's inspiring. You know, you want to, I'm like, Ron, I want to move like you, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, but, um, I think I like, guess he said sometime, you know, you just do what you do at a certain pace, you know, and, uh, you know, I've, I've just learned to pace myself. I would love to be in the studio making, you know, doing music and then coming back to the set and things of that nature. Um, I've never challenged myself to do theater and I know a lot of the actors have done theater, you know, you know, so, um, you know, it was just, it was inspiring to work with, um, with everybody because, whether you know it or not, people were very busy. You know, they would, I think, you know, there's a lot of people doing the bridge, but they still had other things going on, too.
0: Right. You know. Which was dope. That's that's why we were saying earlier about why you guys were the best crew to act based on what is an actor versus a professional actor. Because of the way that you guys had, was able to maneuver on and off set. Some of y'all, like Brandon said, will come on set whenever you, even when you wasn't filming, just to be in the vibe, just to be in the energy. And Ron, like you, you do a lot of work, man. You you win a lot of things, man. Like it ain't nothing to turn on Tubi or something and be like, oh damn shit, they go Ron, I, <laughs> and and other things like that. And so I say that about John. I say that about Yessi. i I always I admire people who are who are authentic enough to just say what it is about themselves and not try to put on a facade to make it right. seem like it's more than what it's not like each and every one of y'all up here really made the point of saying like basically you know it's not about the attention it's about the the work it's about the quality of the work like quantity versus quality yeah you know it's like one of those things so before we get out of here before we you know get out of here i want all of you guys to kind of Tell the people why they should watch the bridge, because um, outside of the jewels that you all dropped, and outside of the fact that you know, once people look back and they look y'all up and they can see y'all body of work and know that y'all just wasn't, you know, up here just talking. Um, If y'all could give people a takeaway that you want them to get from this film, what would that be? Before (laughs)
7: before we get into that, if I may say. One of the main things you want to remember as an actor, if you're aspiring to become an actor, is remaining humble. Mm. Remain humble. Wow. Sometimes your hum- your humility will get you a role. Wow. Sometimes how you how you act on set—if you have good set etiquette. Could bump you up.
8: Mm-hmm. Mm. You see what I'm sense. saying?
7: Yeah. So you got gotta remain humble. And if you want to be, if you want to be an effective actor, be committed and stay consistent. Gotcha. You gotcha. will be told no. <laughs> oh no! Man. That that man up there in the corner that that name Brandon Byrne's, Told me something that sticks with me to this day, and I re- I told him not long ago that I respect him for that. He told me he said Ron. He said you are a great actor. He said but you will not be casted for everything.
0: Gotcha. Just because
7: and even and I don't consider myself a quote great actor, but if you're one that consider yourself that. No matter how good you are, how good you think you are, you will not be casted for everything because everything
0: is not for you. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let them know. Let them know. Because you know people give up when they hear them words, you know. Everything is not for you.
7: What's for you, and I, I think I heard Tiffany say it, yep. what's for you, you will get it. Exactly. You, you may think you fit the role. The director may say differently. That's right. Don't take it personal, right? Don't take it personal yeah. because it's all part of the journey. It's all part of the business. That's right. Mm.
0: That's people burn yeah, like that. that the journey. People people mm. burn bridges when they take things personally, would y'all say, or no? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I Yikes. And I think um, you know, most of the time you get opportunities based on word of mouth, right? Like John, like they said, like Brandon said, there's a lot of actors you bought to the table because you worked with them before had they not been you know those type of people that you met before you would not have never even gave them a good look out and say hey they could be good for this you know project whether it's a certain role or not the, so I like the, that yeah humbleness. The cra- one crazy
3: thing about I feel like the magic about the bridge not saying like why watch her but one of the things I walked away from mm-hmm. was from Yessie the first time I worked with her from Lance to Tiffany to David to Ron. Me and Ron was roommates at one point in time. Like even Patrick being my, you know, my teacher, Brandon signing me on. My role was like this big to start with. And then he kept writing and it turned into something else. But the point is, I think what you see on screen is all of these people, we talked and gave each other something back and forth. Lance had so many years in the game. But when we first met, he was talking to me like we were here and we were going back and forth about the character. That meant something to me. Yes, the first time I worked with her, she was teaching me because that was like one of my first films. I've had so many Uh. different conversations with each one of these people, me and David, everybody. So I think what you see on the screen is people that actually were giving each other back and forth, not just on the screen in the scene, but behind the scenes, we were talking with each other and trying to make each other better.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, totally what oh, so- I
5: don't see. Nice point. Bro.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's John a
5: nice point.
8: And Jesse, we'd be talking for mm-hmm. hours, just talking about the characters, just really getting inside each other's head, like trying to make it like better, trying to evolve each characters. Like, you, you don't see that, but we would be at uh, Brandon's house like an hour before we start shooting, just chopping it up, trying to like, get in there. And, like, it really shows on screen what we did off screen. We were students uh,
3: of each
6: other.
7: Yep. That's right. wow. And, and that's, not in competition. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Competition. If you're going to be in competition with anybody, be in competition with yourself. Right.
0: That's right. Not the path. path. Yeah. So Patrick, Patrick, have you have you ever been on set and people have asked you for tips and pointers, knowing that you're a teacher?
4: Uh if they ask, I'll, you know, I'll do the best I can to explain what they're looking for. But uh usually you got to go with your own instincts. You don't want to copy anybody. Just go with your own instincts, and then the director will smooth out the rough edges or fine-tune this or that.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, so that makes sense, yo. So I would would say that to everybody that's watching, you know, when y'all guys go watch The Bridge, um, y'all going to get a lot from each person. Y'all going to understand why they were as secretive as they can be about the characters because they don't want to give the film away. But they want to make sure that you guys understand the reason why you should go watch it because of the characters that they had to play. Each and every person that y'all see on the screen or that y'all hearing that's listening that spoke, they all had to play a character that's outside of themselves. Meaning, you know, they wasn't playing. It's like John. Like John, you know, besides certain things that his character had to go through, I'm sure John, ain't that he would never be that ruthless in life you know what I mean and then when it comes down to Lance's character like being that type of uh, it's like a boss but a kingpin at the same time we, are, we understand that you know doing certain things and then with Patrick being a police and then Tiffany your character from going from <coughs> that really bubbly happy person to life causing you to go a certain route and then Yessie from you being like the party friend uh, but not responsible you know, and then Ron, like you, even your character from being a police officer but still having to investigate something that was personal and close to home. David, you having to go through different emotions, like your character throughout the film, it's so many emotions that he had to go through. It was like you, I don't know, did you have to decompress after you <laughs> at the end of the oh, thing? Yeah. Brandon, he, knows.
8: Brandon knows, you know? after certain scenes, I'm like, alright, we just need to relax for a little bit of time slow it down like trying kind to of decompress like, the, the drive home was a lot of listening to music and try to get your mind right again because it it, it pulls you into some dark places that's for sure and, right. and it definitely like weighs on your energy a lot and especially if you're a, a happy-go-lucky guy like I am for the most part like that by, by the end of this the day of filming you just just you feel it you feel it in your soul that's
0: for sure yeah For real. And I want people, when they go watch this, I'm going to tell y'all, because it's a scene. I'm not going to tell y'all the scene, but it's a scene where you think it's going on, but actually it's in his mind. So the way that they shot it was so dope because as you're looking at these things, you would think that it's what's part of the film going on right now when actually it was really his character's memory. Mm -hmm. And then once it finally clicked to you, and then it's like, oh, wait, hold on. This this was what he was, like, it becomes a thing because it's a balance. Even for a person that goes to seek help. Like, look, this film has so many different dynamics in it. So those of y'all that haven't seen the film, like, I mean, every aspect was almost covered to the fact of friends, Mm -hmm. peer pressure, Mm -hmm. street life. Cause John, even you, you were kind of forced into back into a scenario you was trying to walk away from. How many right. young black men in this world give themselves an opportunity to say, "Yo, I'm done with this," and because they've been so good at what they was doing, bad that the person was like, "No."
3: But see, that's the credit to Brandon. Brandon, what I is what I consider a master storyteller. And he know that he and I had so many conversations that it wasn't like John. Let me talk to you about your character. He was just like, "Yo, this is gonna justify this, and when you do this, it's gonna create it's gonna create this." in Tiffany and we and so it was the conversation that you asked for. I just didn't ask for it. I just got this whole world <laughs> that he right. was building. So it was like, okay, I know what's about. I know what I'm about to do. <laughs> He's definitely a visionary. He's right.
4: definitely right. a visionary. There, but, there, let, me, exactly. let me let me let me it back on that. Mm -hmm. When I saw the completed uh, three-part series, I said to myself, we use the word imagination. People who are going to watch the film, imagine Brandon writing every character, writing the story, Mm -hmm. plotting Mm -hmm. the The sequence, the arc of each character, the arc of the storytelling. Imagine what he went through, the man hours. Imagine the time to piece it all together, to get everybody. Exactly. It's a testament to his, his tremendous tremendous uh, creativity. Yeah, man. I mean, I appreciate, it. I appreciate that it, man. is that is uh, really three part series. I, yeah. I looked at, it I said, "Oh my god." <laughs> That's why I felt like it was
0: important to talk. To talk to y'all when we talked last time, um, we talked about acting and filmmaking. We didn't really too much talk about the bridge, but I know that between the bridge and he has a new uh, project, the Grip. So we were mm-hmm. saying, like, yo, I want to get the cast on because I think it's important, like, anytime, time, you know, that you guys can get to talk about work that y'all have done, y'all got a platform here with me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Y'all can reach out to me. We'll get it out there because the one thing about it, I think that um, as young creatives, we don't reach out to each other enough. And I'm, I'm saying this for myself. This is why, I did, this is why I'm doing it myself. You know what I'm saying? Most people be like, yo, when you do a podcast, you can get on here and do all the talking yourself, have regular co-hosts and all these other things. But that's not the reason why I did spark Sparking Conversation. I really wanted to talk to the people that I know and then even people that I will meet going forward that got a passion for creativity like I do. Yeah. And all of you guys... um that took part in this film is when people go to look at this, they're going to look back at this. They're going to be like, oh man, and I get it. And then they probably going to reach out to y'all. Personally, <coughs> they're going to understand like exactly what you're saying, Patrick, a three part series, but each character being written by one person, told by mm-hmm. one person, shot mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. one person, edited mm-hmm. by one person, but acted together with the whole crew. It's amazing Mm -hmm. how y'all all all gelled it together to give him whatever he needed to put the final project together. And that's what makes it really dope because each and every one of y'all played y'all cap. Like, it's nothing. We watch independent movies all the time. It's a Mm -hmm. thousand of them on Tubi, Amazon, Mm -hmm. all that. It's terrible. Like, yo, terrible actors are terrible. (laughs) Terrible. They be shot so well.
4: Stereotypical.
0: They got the best cameras. They got all the lights. They have a pretty dope editor, but the acting be terrible. You guys pulled it off. Whether a person ever seen y'all in any other project or not, they're not gonna look at y'all in this film and be like, this their first project. If even if it was, I don't know. I know I'm sure it wasn't nobody on here first project. Right. But the way that they're gonna look at y'all is gonna be like, damn. I'm telling y'all, it's so dope. So before we go, I wanna make sure that we. Any last words that any of y'all want to give out to the people, whether it's about the bridge or anything? I just want to say this.
2: Shout out to you for really breaking down this film. You <coughs> have given us the most complete understanding or review I have heard. Yeah, You really got it for every character here, man. And that right there means we have done it for real, guys. Mm. Um, but other mm-hmm. than that, hey, I appreciate you having me on. Um, Next film is Grip. I'm trying to get everybody I can on the screen in it in some capacity. If not that one, these are they, which is the next film to follow. But there's a lot of work coming, and I look forward to working with everybody here. You guys are exceptional, uh, just beyond what I could ever even express. And to be honest with you, the bridge was really a great starting point for me uh to go to the next level and if it wasn't for the talent on the screen i would still be at the drawing board Because i learned so much um just in my my writing ability as well it took us like four attempts so you know (laughs) we can say hey three 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 part series is a lot but man it was a lot more work that we did put in it and we just overcame so 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 much
0: right Um, uh, yeah
2: um, grateful for that and it's up 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 and uh everything else we do it won't take so long <laughs> so uh it's, it's more work for me i can't wait to work with everybody on the screen we got stuff coming up this weekend
0: but bro i appreciate you having me on appreciate yeah, man. you and love to this project yeah it's man great. facts facts because listen i know a little bit of the backstory i know it started off as a short film and then it wound right. up to where it was so but that's why i mean by you know, sometimes oh, God, you be thinking one minutes. thing, <laughs> twelve minutes turned to three parts. Yeah, like yeah, you absolutely. know you get what I'm saying. That's that's it, for following yeah. the spirit. That's <laughs> what happens when you follow the spirit. You know what I'm saying. Right. So that's I think right. that's dope. Is anybody else got anything they want to leave the people with? You know what I'm saying.
4: Any want to be actors out there?
0: The oh, go ahead, uh,
4: go ahead, Pat. Uh, any want to be actors out there that want to uh, show their stuff? monologues or whatever join the talent managers for actors i happen to be a moderator an acting coach on there uh you can have your monologue seen there your uh films and you, you can uh, talk with the directors producers working actors and uh it's it there's a what's called the hollywood winner circle you can get into that acting program where you will get work paid wow. work
0: Wow, no, you gotta
4: do but you gotta do the work. You gotta do the work.
0: All right. Yo, that's some Jew. Ju- yo, for anybody watching and listening, that's some jewels.
4: Talent Ain't managers no for
0: actors. Talent managers for actors. No excuse, y'all. Anybody else?
6: Ibrah, thank you for uh, having me on again, Brandon. Thank you for interesting <clears throat> me in a role with the role of Alana. And for you all viewers, thank you for your viewing support, for watching it. We know that it is gonna motivate you in any way. It's going to help you open your eyes whether or not it be for you for somebody but this story is very impactful so thank you again for your view and support in advance
0: definitely definitely and thank you for jumping on because you do a lot you be in a lot of projects you on a national tour and play right now you literally just got back from la from doing it doing a play <laughs> and then you didn't hesitate to jump on so double salute to you too because i don't take it for granted A lot of people would expect me to take it for granted based on who you are, but I don't, you know what I mean? I don't think that it's meant to do that. I think everybody has a purpose and um, it should be respected as their purpose. Just because people are surrounded by each other or in scenarios that involve each other doesn't mean that you're not supposed to respect the person for who they're supposed to be. So that's why I always like to show you, um, professional love when it comes to what you're doing and it's not being taken for granted. So thank you for jumping on. Thank you for always being professional and thank you for continuously uh, being willing to give because you give to a lot of people that, you know, that are inspiring and do this. So thank you too. anybody else.
1: Um, well, I'd, I'd like to, to, to say to thank you. Say, Go ahead. Uh, thank you uh, for having me. And also, again, thank you to Brandon. This was actually my first film. Um, I had done some... Uh, theater pieces, Uh, but this was my very first uh, film. and So I sometimes cringe at some of the scenes that I know that we recorded in the first (laughs) part (laughs) in in comparison to the like two years later (laughs) Mm when we had filmed some of the others and kind of the development uh, of myself as an actress. Um, But I do thank Brandon for taking uh, a, a chance on me because what he had seen me in was totally different character. Uh, than what I played in this piece. And so, uh, disclaimer, please no one be mad at me. I am I am Tiffany Murphy. I am <laughs> not Brayden Smith. I had people to come up to me and be like, why? And I'm like, I'm, I, I'm sorry, I just played character. Um, so, um, <laughs> but I think that also takes to the passion that all of us have as, as actors and actresses um, in our past. In our and so just, if you haven't seen me yet, please take a look um and and I think you will be more than pleased with what you see
0: yeah and Tiff I'm going to I'm I'm going to say I want to give you your props if this is your first one because you went through a bunch of emotions too you and Dave y'all went through a bunch of emotions like you were able to pull that off, if it's not to be your first one. I mean, you were the happy, giggly, bubbly, and then it turned left, and you were able to carry that through. So, for those of y'all that are watching, like mm-hmm. she said, this is her first film. Y'all not gonna be able to tell. I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Y'all not gonna be able to tell because she 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 carried it. She carried it. But go Stop ahead. The my bad. Trailer. My bad. Who? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Lance or Ron and and Dave. Y'all y'all come. What y'all got?
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I well, mean That quick, this brother. I'm making
0: sure.
5: You know. I just want to tell everybody, thank you. I mean, I enjoyed the like uh, Ron said, the journey, and B. You know, I mean, fantastic job. I mean, just bringing this chemistry together um, from the jump, and even at the premiere, I was, you know, I, my mouth was wide open when I was looking at everybody there. You know, I was starstruck myself. You know what I'm saying? Because now when I watch it and i still watch the bridge and um yeah. it's just a, it's a it's a great piece you know and um i i just appreciate being on your program also man appreciate thank you, you very much
0: yo i appreciate yeah. you man because you yo not only did you have the inflection in your voices at the right plums, you had the looks the 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 body language the i mean it was so much more to the character than just being somebody that was in that you know position b you you was like he like got really, right now yeah you was in it like you <laughs> you gave the people exactly what they should expect from being a kingpin you know what i mean like, like shoot you, know, you took you took the right time to, <laughs> and fluctuate your voice when you you know exactly when it was time to raise your voice i mean at, at sometimes you was mm-hmm. right here like yeah because i'm saying this but let me tell you and then you get into mm-hmm. that like you got busy, B. Like, seriously, well, man, thanks, that brother. role, man. You thank got you. busy, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to give you, you know, flowers, man. You got busy, yo.
5: Well, thank Bring you. Thank, you. Right. thank and, you very and much.
0: Ron, what's going on, Ron? What you got for the people? And then Dave, you know what I'm saying? we going to let you run it out, too. Hey, y'all, uh, listen. I
7: just want to say uh, thank you to Brandon. Um, if I can remember correctly, uh, this was actually my first film as a detective.
0: Mm. Um, since
7: then, I've gone on to be Detective in Fatal Attraction and, and wow. other, other, other uh, yeah, projects. Wow! And so yeah, and I actually had hair then too. So. Gotcha, <laughs>
0: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So hey, but, I'm um, I, hey, I, I'm
7: partial to the ball, people. So hey, I, 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 <laughs> here you go. but uh, I just want to say, you know, uh, salute to everybody. Um, I didn't get a chance to work on set with everyone, uh, but uh, for everyone, I, it was great seeing you at the uh, at the premiere. And I want to leave this with you. Um, just remember that the bottom of one mountain is the is, is the top of another. Facts. Uh, or excuse me, the top of a uh, the top of one mountain is the bottom <laughs> is of the another. Bottom so of another. Fact. Facts. Yeah, right. Yeah, so you yeah. got to keep climbing. You mm-hmm. got to keep climbing. And okay. you know, just remember that slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. So don't rush it. Take your time, and and pace yourself, and learn all you can, and you'll be you'll be successful. Facts. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and to you, I want to say you. Uh, playing a role of a father in, in this film. I mean you were a detective but you are a dad yo and um how you had to approach your character with knowing that you had like a, a duality within yourself too it was really dope man I want to give you your props too bro you you actually you you gave that off like you the the viewers are gonna know like when they get through with you Every the reason why you did everything you did, and and Brandon wrote it a certain way, but probably people will take your character kind of like, man, I'd have did this, I'd have did that, but <laughs> you killed it, and for being a dash, so. As much as you got detective work, like the part that you had to play balancing from being a dad and then being a detective, that was really dope, man. You really put in the work. It. And hopefully, you know, some people give you some more roles of being serious about your kids. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I got out of it, too, as well as you being a detective. You know what I mean? Because Patrick, he was just like, he was a cop cop. <laughs> he, he was the epitome. He was the epitome of like how yeah. you lead an investigation.
4: Yeah.
0: You understand what I'm saying? Patrick yeah. can play yeah. no games. He was all. Look at me! Was. Look at me! He was definitely there. He didn't yeah. Don't play. Don't you
4: come home, no, Bill Bill, Bill, Bill. Bill. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> And then for you to play a cop in in this scenario, but have a balance of being a dad, super dope, man. You killed it. Thank you. Dope to you. Shout out to you. All right,
8: thank there, Dave. Now, so what I was going to say earlier was that you no, know, this was my first uh, role as me being a lead, and I did a couple small things before this, but oh wow, uh, yeah, Brandon, but Brandon just made it really easy. You know, what I mean, he he just he told me what was going on in his head, and I just made it feel comfortable for me to just make that come to light. You know what I mean? He's just like. I did a lot of scenes with uh, John and um, Yesi, or yeah, we were around each yeah, other. We were filming a lot,
7: yeah, and it yeah, just—it felt more
8: of like a family, and just felt like mm-hmm. more comfortable. And it was just, made my transition into doing this like really easy for me. And I, I mm-hmm. grew a lot. I learned a lot on set, and that's like one of the blessings, really. Like when you see my character grow, you can almost see me growing as an actor throughout the yes. film yes. as well. Yes, you know, yeah. and by the time. By uh, the time act three comes in, it's just like pure like mayhem. It's just uh, Brandon unlocked all the motions that I probably had like deep down inside as a normal person, and he ripped that actor right out of me. And it just you mm-hmm. can see it, you really can.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. And kudos to you because you and Yessie and you and John, y'all got some scenes that's gonna really, you know, put people in a in a <laughs> position to try to figure this out. Cause it's like y'all. It's just different. I don't want to give it away, but the emotion that each and every one of y'all had to do together and y'all seen separately was crazy. Yessie and 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 John, y'all scene together. It's it's a scene that y'all got where you know you having to give a certain amount of information based on something that happened to somebody that ain't no longer here, and that conversation in that kitchen was. Wow, I was like, "Well, damn!" I was like, "Yo, you y- and then Dave and between you and John, the way that y'all have to have this dynamic of a conversation because you know y'all outside, y'all only by yourself, and it it's dope. Look, for this to be your first project too, or or in the sense of being in lead, I don't know. People are going to watch this and they're not going to get that. They're not going to pick that up. If they didn't get this interview or maybe another interview that y'all did where y'all could actually talk about this, they're not going to know that this was y'all first time doing this. So all the jewels that y'all dropped on people that's listening today, when it comes down to the business in their life, I hope they all take it in and pay attention because when they go see this film and they see each and every one of y'all and the characters that y'all portray, yo, it's going going to take them to a whole nother level. Like, okay, bet. They're going to be hitting you up, they're gonna be trying to come get some of these acting classes y'all yo. <laughs> <You laughs> yeah. understand what i'm saying because they're gonna understand the difference even if none of these people on here besides john ever took your class the fact that all of y'all was together and made this film together and brought it together and everyone is a professional and everyone killed their roles it's just super dope, man. I just want to make sure y'all gave y'all props. Y'all was my longest show to date, so I want to tell y'all congratulations for breaking the record, because normally I get people out of here in an hour, because they don't be having anything to talk about. So, it's so dope, you know what I'm saying, to um, be able to chop it up with y'all, man, and actually be able to be a part of this project um, as well with all of y'all, man. I can't necessarily say I shared the screen with y'all, but just necessarily understanding of being a part of the, even in the small part, even like being a toenail, you know, that was me in the movie. I was the toenail, but I was still <laughs> in there, right? I was still wow. on the body, yo. Man, the toe hey, man. Man. I was the toenail, but I <laughs> yeah, was in man. the body. So when y'all go watch the movie, the opening scene, the record y'all hear in the background, so that's my toe nail.
7: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But no the God.
0: nail all right and, and yeah. it's in the movie so i'm part of the movie so i can say that so y'all ain't thinking i'm capping because everybody that's in the movie is here now <laughs> so they can vouch for me that yeah. i had the nail on the yeah. toe but i was still in there all right so yeah, thanks, candy, y'all. i thank y'all for coming on man i appreciate y'all for sharing y'all okay. time with me. i appreciate y'all for dropping jewels to the people and for y'all killing your characters so Brandon, before we go, I need you to let everybody know where to go stream the movie, how to go find the project, and if any of y'all got any projects coming up and y'all want to come talk about it, hit me up. We'll schedule a date. I do these on Tuesdays, um, every Tuesday, and um, if y'all let me know ahead of time, we can make something shake, yo. I get it on. We'll interview. We'll get it out there, and I'll promote it. You know Mm -hmm. what we do. I break down little clips. I put it on all the um, streaming platforms, and um, we keep it going. And um, so I appreciate y'all. Let me know. I definitely set it up for y'all, man. Y'all got a place here on my platform. Each and every one of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Really? I don't care if y'all make muffins. I don't care if y'all sew blankets. <laughs> Whatever it is. How up, y'all. a shake. All right? yeah. So Brandon, let everybody know where they can All find a right. movie, fam. Hey, check us
2: out. Please, please, please watch this film at least once. Share it. And please give us feedback. But you can catch it on Amazon Prime. Or Tubi. Uh, not sure where else. There's some other places in the world that's been negotiated and all that. Well, I stay out of that stuff. But uh, those are the main two places. Uh, Amazon Prime. It is official on there. Uh, check it out. Brandon Bosch Production. The Bridge. Full Circle. Starring David, Yessie, everybody on the screen. Pretty much. <laughs> it's a lot of us. But hey, we appreciate you.
0: Check our film out. Love you. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I right, and all of y'all watching and all of y'all listening, remember, y'all know what we do, man. We say this all the time. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody will. And if you got a purpose, yeah. you got to purposely find your purpose, y'all. Yo. It's not going to come to you. You're going to have to go to it. Remember, the universe speaks to you because you speak to it. So don't be afraid to believe in yourself, and don't be afraid to go for what you know. Because I promise you, whenever you think nobody hitting the like button, I promise they watching. Don't ever right. go by that. They always watching you never know who's watching stay focused mm-hmm. stay committed and like what each and every person up here said um if anything you know don't be afraid to invest in yourself all right don't be afraid to get some continuing education is what i like to call it mm-hmm. don't be afraid to ask for help and if any of these people that you see up here you follow them uh you know get 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 the contact with them let them know how they did in the movie if you actually watched the film but, you know, if you need any type of professional help or anything like that, I think anybody on the screen can kind of guide y'all and give y'all some direction. Um, so I know a few people are doing acting classes and acting coaching and different things like that. Um, Tiffany and Yessie, which y'all doing theater, I think that's really dope because that's a different style of acting. Hopefully um, you guys inspire people to at least be open to trying different methods of acting. Lance, be, thank you for even saying that, you know what I'm saying, as far as how your yeah. resume go, even saying that it's something that you haven't tried and you will be willing to try, because a lot of people don't, mm. they don't do that. They always want to talk about what they do and what they can. They never really talk about where they limit. so thank you. Patrick, thank you for um, letting You're everybody welcome, know where they could find you and how you'll be willing to help them and give them an opportunity. Mm-hmm. David and Ron, thank y'all, man, so much for everything that y'all do. Dave, you killed your role. Thank uh, you. The emotions that you do. Ron, you and everything just about you want to be an Amazon Prime. They might need to Google you and find the bridge. But I'm telling y'all, each and every one of y'all that's up here, Tiffany, thank y'all again. Uh, John, again, thank you, man. You got so much work out there. You mad humble. You don't all you don't even really tell everything that you do as well either. Um So I appreciate y'all, man. Again, anytime y'all got anything to talk about, let's chop it up. Until the next time, and all of y'all out there watching, this is your boy, Rod One. This is Sparking Conversation, and I'm going to bid y'all a good night. Y'all hold it down out there, man, for real, y'all.
5: Peace. No doubt. Good night, man.